Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Fandom Family Chats. I'm your host, Maureen, and we're joined with Jeanette. Hello. And Shelby. Hi. And Amanda. Hello. And we have a very special guest of Sweet Magnolias. We are here with Frank Oakley III. And we have some questions for you. We have some burning questions for you that we've been dying to ask you. We have, we have, we have a Facebook group that we started, this podcast started out of, and we have chats for every one of our groups. And you are one that we have been excited about having on the show for a while. So we have some questions for you. <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> All right, gotcha. um, and before we officially start, I have to say my daughter, who is 10, she is also a huge fan of the show. This, this She's probably rewatched it more than I have. She was very excited to hear that we were going to be interviewing you, and I am supposed to tell you how much she loves your character. So I had to give her a shout out. Well, tell her thank you very much. I definitely will. She'll be happy. Um, but our first question, like, how did you hear about this role in Sweet Magnolias and what was it about it that, that made you want to be a part of it? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it came through, like, most auditions do come uh, come through for us actors where, you know, the agent, they send us the audition, we book it over, uh, prepare, do the audition. And uh, with this one, I actually, Harlan was a secondary character because originally they wanted to see me for Chef Eric. And so that was the audition I prepared. I did a self-tape for anyone who's listening. That's just where you record it, kind of like how I'm using my phone or camera, record it, send it in. They make their decisions if they want to see more. They want to see more. And like the day before I came in is when they added on Hartman. Um, and there's a story about the audition. I don't know how much time I'm allotted because it's a long story, but- You have plenty. Please tell us. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll try to do as my wife tells me to do is land the plane because I tend to do this a lot. So, um, so basically how that audition went, um, I pull up and um, I'm in the car. I'm just sitting there. I say a quick little prayer to myself. I'm like, you know, Lord, let me do good on this audition. You know, just let me do a good job. Go in there. And I knew that there it was a producer callback and a director's callback, but I didn't realize how many people were going to be in the room. I thought it was maybe like three or four. It was like, it, it felt like 15. It might not have been like five or 10, but it felt like 15. And so that, that slightly threw me off a little bit. Um, so I'm like, okay, whatever. And I had the three main things that I would think would be a good setup for the audition, where one, the director actually looks at your resume and like not just kind of glance over, but like looks at it. The second thing is he recognized someone on there, which was the director, Rich Newey, from a film I did called Loving the Sun for Hallmark. So he read it, he recognized it. So that was good. And so I started the audition and I feel like I was just bombing that thing. Like, I feel like I was doing terrible. I've never wanted to run out of a room so fast and so bad. But um, after, you know, some patience and grace with everybody in the room, they were just like, Frank, you know, we really like you, we want you to do good. Just breathe, relax, calm down. That was the third perfect setup, but it gave me more anxiety because I'm like, okay, now, you know, I think they're sensing that I'm bombing this thing. Oh crap. All right. So after muscling through that, we get to the end of it. They're like, thank you. And they haven't asked to see Harlan yet. 
And I was just like in my mind, okay, should I leave now before I further embarrass myself? Or should I ask if they want to, you know, see me do it? And I was like, all right, let me just ask. They say, yeah, let's sure, let's see Harley. Um, did it, got home. My wife was really excited. Um, she's like, so how did it go? And I'm like, not good. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I doubt that I'll be called in again. And it was with uh, Felstein Paris casting and Chase Paris was the reader, which I had no idea. Um, so I'm just like, and they're one of the big casting uh, companies here in town in Atlanta. And I'm just like, man, not only am I not going to get this, they're not going to call me in for anything again. Um, so I'm just bummed out. And I remember, like, I think it was a couple of days or a day before Spider-Man. I think the second Spider-Man movie was coming out. I was really excited to see that. So I'm like, cool. The night before, I think at like 10 something, I had got the offer email saying, hey, we want to offer you the role of Harlan. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> what the heck? So that's like the nutshell version of it. But yeah. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. So was acting like something you always wanted to do or what was it that got you into the entertainment industry? Um, it's something that I think I wanted to do when I was younger. Um, I remember when I was like maybe four or five, I would watch, uh, it was this show called All of That, which was like the kids mm. version. Of oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. we all know. <laughs> yeah. So I was watching that and then I watched the spinoff show, Kenny and Kale as well. Yep. And mm -hmm. I, would, I would see them doing it and I'm like, man, that looks like a lot of fun. I kind of want to do that. Didn't yeah. think any more about it. Um, and then like later on in life, I gravitated towards like drawing and sketching and art. I wanted to be a cartoonist, mm. like comic book person and all that. Um, and then fast forward, I get to, I think this is 2011. Um, I'm in my sophomore year at my first college and I was just sitting in my dorm like, man, am I really going to be satisfied with, you know, majoring in broadcast journalism? Cause that's what I was majoring in at the time. And I was just like, I don't think so. So fast forward some more. I reached out to my uh, high school debate forensics coach, Ms. Michelle Lee, and um, I was like, hey, this acting thing kind of came to my mind again. Do you have any resources or advice? She sent me like a litany of stuff to look at, programs, some of the programs, all that. I applied to a few. I got accepted in one. It was the Perry Mansfield Performing Arts School and Camp in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Um, got accepted there got a scholarship, but still couldn't make the rest of the money. So I was like, okay, um, hmm. if this is something I'm supposed to do, I'm praying again. I'm like, if this is something I'm supposed to do, God, like, you know, help me out so I can figure mm -hmm. it out. Um, so then time passes again. I also applied for a few colleges to do theater performance. Uh, they were all super expensive. So mm -hmm. I decided to look at something a little bit closer to home and I'm originally from Kansas City. So um, I applied to uh, UMKC, University of Missouri, Kansas City, got accepted there. And then like, I think I got that acceptance a week before uh, the summer theater camp started. And then um, I found out later in life uh, that since I wasn't able to make the rest of the money, you know, my uh, teacher that I reached out to, she helped me like sell candy bars and things and make the money, still didn't have enough. Uh, later on in life, I found out that her and Melinda McCray, who works as, I think, the head of education at the Kansas City Repertory Theater, mm -hmm. they pulled some money together and funded the rest of it, uh, plane mm -hmm. ticket, all that to get there. So wow. at that point, I was like, all right, this is what I'm That's supposed awesome. to do. Like, let's go. Yeah. Yep. I love that. That's awesome. How great to have people who are that invested in what you could do. Yeah. Yeah. That's honestly the reason why I'm where I am today. Just people who, who care 
you know, mm -hmm. so, yeah. That's now, awesome story. That makes me think, now, I'm reading your shirt and I'm very curious. Can you, what is that shirt about? So yeah, this shirt is a shirt. Uh, it's a, a gear, uh, it's some gear from my good friend, Ricky Kidd. Um, you should look him up if you, if anyone listening, that you guys should definitely look him up. Um, he has a phenomenal story. It's anchored in a lot of uh, injustice, but it's a really beautiful story. Uh, back in, I believe, 1997, he was arrested for a double murder that he did not commit. And 23 years later, after having those 23 years of his life stolen from him back here in, I believe, August 14th of 2019, oh, wow. he was fully exonerated of all charges and was released. Mm -hmm. And uh, while he was on the inside, how I met him is he wrote, he, he wrote a spoken word play. And there is an organization that works in the Midwest called the Midwest Innocence Project. And they do a lot of pro bono cases, like cases like Ricky's, where there's a, a gang of evidence that shows that this person did not commit the crime. But, you know, of course, the courts and the judges aren't budging on their final decisions. So they work tirelessly to do that. And while he was on the inside, he wrote a spoken word play. And one of the uh, representatives of the Midwest Innocence Project, she reached out to me because Ricky was saying, hey, do you know anyone? I just want to get my story out there. So do you know anybody, actors, whatever in town? And um, somehow I came across her desk. She reached out to me. She told me about it. I was game for, for it from the beginning because I, I, I love doing stuff that calls out injustice and mm -hmm. helps hopefully or get someone's story out. So I met him one time while he was on the inside and that experience was crazy. Um, but going in there and I've never, that's never happened to me before where I sat across from him and I just knew from looking in his eyes that he did not do what he was in there for. Like I knew yeah. that, which made me want to do his play even more. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, that's another long story where I tried to land a plane, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, um, that's how we met and uh, we've been friends since. Is that the name of um, I Am Resilience? Is that something he said, or is that the name of a, an organization he runs? What What is that exactly? It's both. So oh, okay. he, he started this company, and it's uh, based off of, off of this saying, like, I Am Resilience. And I don't know if you can see it. That's his signature there, but it says the pen is in your hand. Mm. So it's just he had a, he had a um, thing on social media, I think, a couple of years ago where people just shared their stories of resilience. They didn't have to be related to the criminal injustice system. Mm -hmm or anything like that, but just like a story of like, hey, I survived cancer, or hey, I survived, you know, some type of, you know, anything. And that was just kind of his thing where he just wanted to say, hey, here's my story of resilience, I want to hear yours as well. So that's where this bird out of. And now he has, um, you know, t-shirts and other merch too that he sells on top of his company. That's awesome. I, I like that you are surrounded by people who care enough to put you where you're going and then you're giving that same thing back and wanting to help other people cry out for that and be a voice for them. I think that's really, I think that's necessary in, in that position. I, I like that you're doing yes. that. That's awesome. Absolutely. I, it's, it's what I'm really passionate about. And if it's the only thing I ever get to do, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about your time on set um, of Sweet Magnolias. Do you have any, like, what was it like working with the different cast members or do you have any favorite memories that you'd like to share with us? Um, hmm, there's a lot. Uh, I probably have to say some of my favorite memories are probably going to be naturally with Justin, who plays Cal, mm -hmm. uh, just because we spend the most time together. Yeah. Um, 
he he's just he's a giant goofball man he, he's the best he's he's really the best um just working with him taught me a lot of just how to kind of be um relaxed on set because at that point in time that was the biggest thing that I've done in my career so far so I was kind of nervous going into it but just seeing how he works and how comfortable he is and how gracious he is with everybody I was like even though we built a really good relationship I was taking a lot of notes from him as well mm-hmm. um so yeah, he there are so many stories. Like, um, let's see, what's a good one? Uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, one day um, we were working out. I think it was season one. I forgot what episode it was, but we were. Um, I think it's the one where we're walking into the school building. I want to say it's episode four, but we're walking into the school building, and you know we're just playing around and everything. And he's just like, "Dude, you're doing some really good stuff. Like, I'm gonna try to like." see if I can get some attention put on to you and what you're doing. And I was just like, I didn't ask for that. He didn't have to do that, but that's just the kind of dude he is. And there's so many stories like that where he's just yeah. super like giving like that. So uh, yeah, man, yeah, Justin's, Justin's dope. Everybody's dope, but he's probably the person who I'm the closest with. Okay, awesome. Nice. And or what was the, oh, go ahead, Maureen. I was just gonna say that we knew him, some of us, I don't, because I don't watch the show, but from Grey's Anatomy. So they're trying to <laughs> separate his character there from Cal. That's difficult for some of them. So it's nice to hear these good stories about him. Not that Matthew wasn't a good character. He just got in the way of April and Jackson. This is all stuff. I'm saying. It's, it's tough for me to separate, but no, Cal makes it much easier. Yeah, we watch him. <laughs> So what, tell us about the filming process. Like how long were you on set and just kind of what, walk us through some of those, like a typical day on set. Uh, a typical day, um, it can vary. Uh, depends on, um, you know, how much stuff needs to be done that day, what kind of scenes we're doing, what scenes we're doing. Um, a typical day though, for me, um, on a longer day, I would be there anywhere from 10 to 12 hours. And on a shorter day, anywhere between four and six um it's I mean it's pretty smooth going um you know the first season I didn't have a ton of stuff so a lot of the times I was kind of just like in the trailer or in the trailer area just kind of hanging out and stuff like that uh but for the most part you know everything on set on a regular day for me is pretty easy smooth smooth sailing hot but good um and uh yeah yeah okay now you're from you're from Missouri and this is filmed in, it's filmed in what, Georgia? Mm-hmm. Was that an adjustment for you? Because I know Midwest no, is not like the same, but. Not, not too much. Um, Cause like I'm from the Kansas side of Kansas city, which is really not that big of a difference. It's just more stuff on the Missouri side, like the chiefs and the Royals and everything. But <laughs> the Kansas side is pretty country, at least the part where I was at. So coming here, wasn't a culture shock for me. Um, it's pretty normal. I kind of, you know, fit in pretty well. Um, the heat is a little bit hotter, mm-hmm. but I prefer to be hot because if you can't tell, I'm naturally a sweater anyway, no matter what I'm doing. So it could be like 20 degrees outside and I'll be sweating. So I, at least when it's hot, I have an excuse to be sweating versus when it's cold. It's just like, dude, it's 20 degrees. Why are you sweating? You know, <laughs> like to have a reason for it. Yeah, exactly. It makes me feel this much better about my sweat. Uh, um so your character harlan how much of yourself did you put into that character or how would you compare yourself to harlan 
Harlan is definitely somebody who I strive to be um, mm -hmm. as I get older. Um, I was really fortunate with this character because he was a character where I don't think, and I could be completely wrong, I don't know for sure, so this is kind of speculation, but I don't think he was a character that was meant to be, you know, as prominent as he, as, as he, as he has become. Um, so with that, it, there's there's like a, a beauty in it where I kind of was allowed to create the character as we went and as we continue to go. So a lot of what you're seeing of Harlan is really like if I had to put a percentage to it, um, maybe 75 percent of myself. So a, a good portion of it is just just me, you know. Yeah. Some of my favorite lines came from Harlan. There's he always has like these one liners that he slips in there. But they're at the right time and they're, you deliver it with the right amount of emotion and you deliver it with, it, it really conveys well across screen. And I think that's why we connected with, even though your character doesn't have as many lines as Cal does or as the big three, but we connected with your character because the way it came across screen was really genuine and really, it was, just felt natural. And you made, it, you made us laugh. That one senior title where you guys were walking in a school in season one, it was after Cal was found in the driveway without a shirt on and you were telling him the stuff your wife was saying about him. That was yeah. one of my favorite scenes. That's one of my favorite scenes. I love it. Good morning, man. And I told me good given the night you just had. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorite lines. Yep. Yes. <laughs> what so was, what, what was the biggest challenge that you had taking on this role? Hmm. Um... I would say probably the stuff that um, isn't in the script has probably been the, the most challenging because like, I mean, all actors, you know, we're always preparing and filling in backstory if it's not there, but sometimes that can be challenging if there's not a lot already there. So you have to kind of make it up and hope that what you make up can maybe become canon someday or it works or else you have to, you know, retool, which is fine. That's part of it. But yeah, I'll probably say, well, Harlan, that was probably the hardest part because he's very, He's very involved, but he's also very reserved. And I'm the same way too. So that's what made it hard. Cause I'm just like, okay, so this is what it's like to know me as a friend. Okay, that's telling. But uh <laughs> let me figure out how to, you know, really flush him out as a full character. So that's probably been the, the more challenging thing, the stuff that isn't on the script. Right. So what did you was there anything that you learned? in this role that maybe you'll take to future projects or auditions or things like that? Um, I think what I, I think a lot of what I learned playing Harlan um, that I'll take on is the stuff that I kind of learned with Justin, where again, where it's just like, it's, it's okay to like, you know, just kind of be in the space. You don't have to kind of feel like, all right, I got something to prove here or something to do. It's just more so like just, being yourself in the space, taking up the space, not apologizing for that. And if you mess up or, you know, flub a line, it's okay. Take the time. No one's going to like kill you for doing that. You're not, you know, horrible if you do that. Like just have grace with yourself. So yeah, that's, it's probably the lessons of like having grace on yourself for things that I'll probably carry on, you know, project to project and roll to roll. Do you have any like favorite TV shows of your own that you would love to a chance to to work on or or to be a part of? Uh, yes and no. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, because there's a lot of older stuff that that's done now that mm -hmm. I, obviously I won't get a chance to be on like The Office. 
Yes. Um, Parks and Rec, because that kind of humor is my sense of humor, and I feel like <laughs> I'm pretty decent at it. So those like mockumentary style TV mm -hmm. shows, I would love to be in any one of those. Like pick one and throw me in it. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Stuff that's newer, I am a big Marvel fanatic. Mm -hmm. So, and I have been since the beginning, since like X-Men back in 2000. Um, so of course I would love to, you know, lead a franchise, you know, on a mm -hmm. TV series or in a film or crossover or whatever. So, um, yeah, anything Marvel, uh, else? Oh, uh, I think it's only murders in the building. That was on mm -hmm. yes. That yes. That I would love to be in that. <laughs> um, what else? Cobra Kai because the stunts, mm -hmm. um, you're hitting all of our sweet spots. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're, they're so good. Um, uh, what's, what's, what's another one? There's one, uh, uh, I, this is going to sound kind of, hopefully it doesn't sound arrogant uh, because I completely forgot I was in the show. I was like, Wonder Years. I was actually in an episode. So <laughs> forget that. Um, the original or the remake? Well, I probably wasn't alive when the original came yep. out, but oh. uh, well, I watched it when I was little. I have no idea what time when it came <laughs> no, out. No, I, mean, I watched it too. Um, <laughs> when they had it on reruns, like ABC Family or whatever. So yeah, is it that uh, old yeah. of a show? It's pretty old. Yeah, oh. I think it was out when I was really little, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm older than you all. So the term "old" is subjective. That's right. It is. That's right. <laughs> Jeanette and I as the resident old ladies of this podcast can definitely say that we're, we're going to be 40 so we can attest to that we're not there yet not yet well you both got a while <laughs> it's it's how young you act and my on my email for our thing it's grown child so I mean I could be young forever there it is I'm, I'm definitely a big kid so I'm right there with you <laughs> it's, just, it's just a better way to live they have way more fun if you can be childish. Yeah, it's less so, stressful. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so did you feel more comfortable with the people involved after that interview? Did you feel like, okay, I just got my own head. This wasn't really what I thought. I'm, I, I'm better at this than I thought. Uh, so uh, what do you mean by what, like what interview? Not interview. It's when you auditioned. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say so. It, it took a season <laughs> like after season one going back into season two I'm like okay like now I'm ready to you know I'm ready to go yeah that's good awesome. we did notice you had more parts in season two and we mm -hmm. appreciated that you had yeah. more lines I, I do too <laughs> <laughs> is there a hope you have for season three for your character yeah actually um at first it was kind of like a joke just in the house um, but I was just like, actually, I would like to see that for real, for real, which is, um, like, of course, Harlan is already super involved with the community and his students and the players and everything, mm -hmm. but I would like to see that expand a little bit more. Maybe, you know, uh, spoilers for anyone, you know, watching and listening later. Um, it's up in the air. I do not know if I have my job still. So I'm just like, I can see myself running for mayor. I would Ooh. like to see that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We, we did the recap of all of season two. We finished that recap. And that's one thing that we've been trying to figure out is who is going to be the next mayor. I can see that. I like it. Yeah. I, I would love to do that. Harlan for mayor. Yeah, let's make <laughs> yeah. it happen. Helen could be pushing you. She could be behind you the whole way, being your litigation oh, yeah. team. Yeah. Right? I would love that. 
<laughs> that needs to be a hashtag, Harlan for mayor. Yes, let's start that. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I wanted to do that, but I'm like, that seems a little conceited. So I want. We can do it for you. <laughs> but if someone does it, I will. There it is. There we go. We'll start it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> No, there is something new we started doing in our interviews, and it's we we had a live show for a hundredth episode, and it turned out really good. So we have some rapid fire questions for you, just quick answers. I'm gonna sip out of the room for a minute, but Amanda is gonna start doing those yes. those with you. All right. Ooh, yes. These are real fun. They're just like the first thing that they're, they're just a this or that. Yeah, this or that thing. Yeah. We're not gonna trick you, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. Sour or sweet? Sweet. Dog or cat? Dog all day. Hey, don't get the cat. And then we're cat ladies. Over <laughs> I have both. I have both. I have both. I, both. I yeah. have both. I love them both. Uh, toast or eggs? Toast. Cardio or weights? Weights. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. Twitter or TikTok? Twitter. Music or podcasts? Mm, podcasts. To see, it depends on my mood. <laughs> what I'm doing. All right. Cake or pie? Pie. Tea or coffee? Tea. What do you have? No, it was just because of the way he said it. I was curious if he had a favorite pie, just the way he like he really had something in mind there when he said it. So I, <laughs> I, was, I was I'm such a food person, so I was just like, hold on, let me pick this carefully now. Like <laughs> me taste it in my mouth. So yeah, I'm weird. Just yeah. you're fine. <laughs> I prefer pie too, so I was just curious. I I like pie better too. All right, so go out or stay in. That pumpkin pie. Pumpkin. Mm, oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. And I make it from like an actual pumpkin. Like I take my pumpkin pie. You're crazy. Amanda's our cook. She's very fancy. Yeah. So you're very popular during pumpkin spice season. Yes. I am. I like pumpkin. I am basic. I'm <laughs> I'll admit it. I, I'm not hiding it. <laughs> All right. Um was it? Oh, go out or stay in? Stay in. Football or basketball? Mm, honestly, neither, but if I had to pick football. Are you, do you really like baseball in real life? We should have changed this for baseball. For <laughs> I'm, I am not a typical guy, quote unquote. Like, I'm not ah. really into sports like that. Yeah. Boxing is my thing I really like. Okay. And I used to like, I used to like professional wrestling for a while. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well my boys do muay thai so we do the boxing thing every week um, awesome. yeah i am in that world sadly for me <laughs> so <laughs> well it's my babies yeah, so, yeah I, mean, I mean you have to be invested you know <laughs> i am and it's hard to see them go down when they do <laughs> yeah it's just like ooh, okay walk it yep. off walk it off. <laughs> yep i had one of mine fly out of the ring Oh, weeks ago and hit his head so that was fun <laughs> it was okay he went right back in okay i know that fun was loaded <laughs> <laughs> for mommy it was <laughs> all right um movies or tv shows movies laundry or dishes 
dishes. Jogging or hiking? Hiking. Burgers or tacos? Burgers. <laughs> I like the hesitancy on that though, because that is a really hard decision. You, you notice the hesitancy <laughs> has always come with the food question. The food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but then do you eat tacos from the left or the right? Uh, I eat them um, like uh, normal, I guess. <laughs> normal. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, the background to that is Amanda and I went to a convention because we are we're trying to get a convention for our podcast that'll come up in 2024 and so we're doing some recon and going to conventions and it was a panel where the audience would go up and ask and there's this one girl who asked every single actor up there and they actually had to stop and think about it and they actually had to mimic eating a taco to figure out which way their head went. <laughs> so then we have to ask that question and then she and then she asked us and I got judged really hard because I eat mine from top to bottom yeah yeah that's weird no way I've always wanted to try that just to be doing something different never <laughs> that, but I, you're not alone with that just try it food is an experience you gotta that's shake right. it up it is it is I've crushed mine up and eat it with a fork I mean it's, it's doable. That's, that's how I eat mine it's less messy Oh All of gosh. my kids do it. it. Drives my husband crazy. I'm judging you right now. Severely. <laughs> All right. Um, passenger or driver? Passenger. Ooh. Me too. Pancake or waffle? Pancake. Flying or road trip? Hmm. Road trip. Couldn't even try to contain that reaction. <laughs> Sorry, like I said, I have kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, that's the question I did want to ask you. That, that is, your character did have a newborn baby. Is that something mm -hmm. that you can bring experience in for? No, have... not at all. Okay. <laughs> no babies. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> we'll give you some tips on how to act really, really overtired and stressed out with a newborn baby at home. Uh, I'll take them on. <laughs> uh all right um coke or pepsi pepsi beach or mountains mm, mountains yeah paperback or kindle paperback it's the smell for me it is. i'd rather <laughs> hold the book the in my hand the... and smell the book it is yeah you just sit there and just spin the pages and just like, ah. Yeah, like, you know to read it. At you. Yeah, and then you notice people looking nice. at you and then you're just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Done this year. <laughs> all right. Um, spring or fall? Fall. Mm -hmm. Sweater or hoodies? Hoodies. Yes. Real plants or fake plants? <laughs> Real plants, but fake plants sometimes. <laughs> okay so how do you have real plants in your house we do the <laughs> reason why i say fake plants sometimes is because and you know i'm not saying anything my wife doesn't already know so she'll listen to this later and just be like frank why'd you say that but um, <laughs> she has a hard time keeping plants alive mm -hmm. so just like just Same. get the fake ones i'm not judging you <laughs> but we have two that made it that's, so. <laughs> that's what i was gonna ask is who keeps them alive in the house because none of us Except for maybe Shelby can keep plants alive at all, like at all. <laughs> Amanda has a, bon a bonsai tree behind her that used to be really nice, and now it's um, 
I don't know if you can see it it's in her back background. Here. It it's look looking like it really sad. I mean, the cats I mean, got into it. It's in some light. It's in, you know. <laughs> I like how you moved the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Dead tree <mom. laughs> like, We're not going to look at this. Oh, man. That's how we try to keep things alive. We just hide them so people won't know we've actually killed them. I mean, hey, that's a strategy for many different things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that, that one was the cats. That was not us. That was not me. Right. Um, ooh, who came up with this one? I like this one. Ninjas or pirates? Ninjas. Cobra Kai, right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, guacamole or salsa? Guacamole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, creamy or crunchy peanut butter? Creamy. Yeah, we did this one on our live episode, and this was actually a source of contention. Like, people were mad at people who like crunchy peanut butter. Oh, dang. See, I'll eat crunchy peanut butter, but then at that point, it's just like, let me just eat some peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a good point. I like to do the spoonfuls of crunchy peanut butter, but have smooth on my sandwiches. There it is. I got both. Comedy or horror? Comedy. Mm -hmm. Comedy? Do you have a favorite um, comedian or favorite actor? Uh, yeah. Um, my top three favorite comedic actors in no particular order are Zach Galifianakis, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin James, and um, oh my gosh, I'm brain farting. Who's the other one? Uh, Zach Galifianakis, Kevin James, and oh my gosh. What's his name? I forgot it. I so badly want to help you out. <laughs> it's right what movies there. Too. Are he in? What movies are is he in? Oh gosh. Um <laughs> I talk about these three all the time, and the one time I get asked, I forget. Yep. <laughs> um, wow. Um, if it comes back to me later, I'll, I'll, it'll just I'll randomly blurt it out. Those are good ones, though. Zach Alvinakis. I didn't, my husband introduced me to him, and he's hilarious yes he is he is awesome i would love to work with him but i'd be terrified because i feel like i would break every two seconds that's <laughs> true because he can ad-lib like nobody's business oh, yeah. and he just won't oh, yeah. stop yeah he's awesome um, yeah i love adam sandler he's one of my favorites yeah him and kevin james work together a lot yeah yeah, yeah. i've been a kevin james fan since king of queen days yes mm-hmm. yes <laughs> Shuddy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna st- I'm gonna bring that back. I'm just gonna start saying that to people randomly. You should. <laughs> Maybe I should have a reason for it at some point, but we'll start to start. We'll do it randomly. All right, next one, Shelby. Okay, I took over for you, Amanda. Well, we guys. just lost power. I- it was the most oh, random wow. thing. <laughs> She's in Texas, so they have a weird power grid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um the next one sunrise or sunset sunrise sunrise so are you a morning person oh yeah i don't i i want to understand morning people but i don't <laughs> you know i don't think we understand ourselves i think it just happens and after it happens a bunch of times we're just like this is just who i am so <laughs> this is it this is my life now <laughs> do you have like you a routine? Reading- what shelby 
Maureen and me have conversations at two, three, four in the morning. Yeah. It's a problem. So technically I'm a morning person. I'm just I'm sleeping. The wake up <laughs> morning person. Do you like have a routine that you do when you get up in the morning or is it just, I'm awake now? Yeah, it's a routine. Uh, like five o'clock I'll get up. Holy cow. I'll, uh, I'll read my, sometimes a little bit before that. Cause I can't fully like my body's just like, you're, you're supposed to be up in like 30 minutes anyway. So you must just get up. But I use, I officially quote unquote, get up at five. Um, I'll do like whatever my little Bible reading app thing on my phone is. Use the bathroom real quick, go work out, come back, shower. Then I start the day. Nice. Wow. So you just have like life figured out, don't you? <laughs> just that part of it. So like, <laughs> just the morning routine two. part is all I got. <laughs> just those two hours. That's it. That's it, man. So you're getting on i'm sorry you're getting up when me and maureen are going to bed yeah, you guys you guys are night house for then because my behind is like doing one of these at like 8 30 so same same we'll see i'm a caregiver and i used to work third shift in a nursing home mm. so i'm all messed up from that yeah like my mom still. did that yeah it messes you up yeah i believe it those 12 hour shifts are not easy <laughs> mm-hmm. so next one is do you want to take back over amanda yeah i can all right sweet or unsweet tea unsweet oh, no. <laughs> Texas. you got two southerners on here and then two midwesterners <laughs> like, so i'm with you i don't like the sweet tea it's too sweet don't worry my husband won't even touch tea and it he was born and raised in texas and it I'm not a fan of tea, but if I'm going to drink it, it's going to be really, really sweet. <laughs> no, he like black tea, hot tea, sweet tea, oh, like cold tea. tea. He won't, like, even if he smells it, he hates it. And I am the biggest tea drinker. Oh, so it's yeah, real fun here. <laughs> I honestly get mad. Like inside, I get mad at him for not liking tea. This is totally. Hey, <laughs> it's a problem. All right. So, zoo or aquarium? Hmm. Aquarium. Less smells. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> See, the aquarium just smells fishy to me. It I smells like this. fresh. It smells water. Yeah. We have a really nice aquarium down here in Georgia. The Georgia Aquarium is really pretty. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it have like one of those? Because I know there's, I don't remember where it is. I feel like it is one in Georgia, but where you like walk under it and the fish are like swimming over you. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's what I wanted to go see because my kids are really into sea life. If you do go, try to go like as soon as they open because it'll okay. be a little less yeah. people there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. We have a, see, we have a really, we have a nice one in Dallas, but we never, ever go. I mean, people in Dallas never want to go to the aquarium because it's like $100 per, $100 person. Oh, yeah, to go yeah. in, which is really ridiculous. Goodness gracious. In my opinion, <laughs> no, it's expensive, but sometimes you can catch deals. But even mm-hmm. the deals are still kind of like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> I'm like talking to my kids. I'm like, you've you've seen it once. It's 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 okay. <laughs> I thought we had a nice one up here, like in New, like close to Ohio, where we are. But it's only like forty dollars a person. So like the hundred dollars is blowing my mind over here. I saw. Oh, it's ridiculous. We don't, we don't have anything like that. Yeah, I'm just, it's not worth it. I can go to the zoo. 
Our next one is the most Midwestern of hot fires or random fires or whatever this is called. Um, okay. to, me, it seems, to me, this is not a contest at all. Ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. There you go. That's the right answer. Yeah, it'd be for me too. <laughs> but I don't actually like either of them. So we have a big, I'm in Wisconsin. So we're the cheese state oh, of the yeah. world. So we, yeah. like, there's even ranch on pizza. There's ranch on, I don't personally do it, but there's ranch on everything. Okay. I, I grew. I literally grew up like that. Like I don't eat like dairy stuff now because I'm vegan. But when I was like ranch went on everything. Yeah. <laughs> Chips, pizza, fries. Chips. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's too much. Um. Ooh, cookies or brownies? Brownies. There you go. This one, that one was a big um deal breaker for two of your co-stars that was logan and logan and simone they tended to fight over almost all of them you know i think we it was a fight they were disagreeing on everything (laughs) we had them on together for the 100th episode oh so that was your 100th episode yes okay yeah i I watched that to kind of like prepare for this yeah that was a fun one yeah that was the we haven't we haven't put out our 100th episode yet it was live we haven't put that out so you watched actually yeah they've actually been on here twice Yeah, okay. they came back for us. Yeah, so I'm about to, I remember them arguing about cookies and brownies. Yeah, that, they, that was an argument on the interview too. <laughs> <laughs> They're very passionate about it. Yeah, <laughs> we're trying to convince Logan to take her out to football dates. Oh, you trying yeah. to make the connection happen? Kind of, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like, we just love them both. We do. Yes. Yeah, like I said, I we love all your cast. I think she she's supposed to teach him how to play drums at some point from oh, the last yes. one I listened to. Okay, so yeah. I was just like, I see y'all trying to be slick. Okay. <laughs> us, us old married mothers have, that's, that's just what we do. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> We're so awesome. Um, oh, this one's a no contest for me. Beach or pool? Beach. No. <laughs> it depends on what I'm doing at the beach, I think. <laughs> It depends on like what sand. the beach opportunity is. Like Lake Michigan, I wouldn't go to that beach. But Clearwater has a really nice beach in Florida. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been there actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it's sand really nice. is like Play-Doh. Like you're just sitting in Play-Doh. That it's was, amazing. That was literally the first time I've ever been to a beach ever mm-hmm. when I went there. Ooh. Oh, yep. you got wow. lucky then. Yeah, it's a lucky one. All right, karaoke or dancing? Dancing, because I cannot sing. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you were going to say it because in season three we're going to have you, Eric, and Helen up on stage doing karaoke together. That would be amazing. That will be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great to me. <laughs> karaoke is even better if they can't sing. In my <laughs> well, you would get a kick out of me then. <laughs> me too. I'll sing too. All right. Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Summer or winter? summer i hate being cold yep <laughs> i remember that i'm that's going to be ingrained in my brain now <laughs> and the last one pickles or olives olives kalamata specifically oh those so are good. so good so good they're real salty but they're good mm-hmm. uh, see, i see like I prefer, them in my salad this is a question salty or sh- or, sh- or sweet oh my gosh can you go salty or sweet mm, probably salty yeah, that's mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I don't know if you remember those um, those bouillon cubes that they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I would take those out and suck on those. I still do. What I, I still do. do 
what I used to do, because my mom used to have like a little plastic jar of them. They come in a little gold wrapper. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I will put them like in the, the, the ramen. Oh. Uh, yeah. And God forbid, I should have been eating two packs of those at once because that's like a sodium bomb. Oh, this needs more salt. You know. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. So wait, would you do the ramen with the ramen packet and then also a bouillon cube? Sometimes, yeah. Holy cow, and that's a lot of sodium. Here, here's, the, here's another kicker for you. So uh, one of my friends um, in high school and we went to college, our first college together, um, he put me on to the game of like when you make, because sometimes with ramen, you have to doctor it up and put different things yep. in it. Yeah. I would get the, before I knew that was actual flavor, I would get the chicken flavor uh, put ranch in it and cheese and mix it up. Terrible for you, yeah. but taste wise. Sounds delicious. That was good. <laughs> Even for this Wisconsin girl, that sounds like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's something. So, are you the cook in your house? No. Or do you both cook? Um, Does she cook? She mostly cooks. I help a lot. Um, we kind of have like a thing where it's like you cook and I'll do like literally everything else. So, laundry. <laughs> dishes, cleaning up, dusting, like I do all of that, but the cooking, I will help sometimes, but she definitely is the, the main cook. So. so I'm like, see, I'm doing everything else. Is it because <laughs> you can't cook or you just really don't like cooking? It's, 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 it's weird for me because I could, I, I used to be able to cook really well, but it was stuff that I used to eat. Now, since I don't eat like that anymore, oh, I true. it's like, well, I don't know how to do tofu and things without messing it up. So there you go. <laughs> how long have you been a vegan? Uh, I want to say since January of 2020, I think. I think, yeah. That's so a, a brave years. time to make a life change is in 2020. Man, that was a time to do a lot of stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what made you decide to go vegan? Uh, so I did a Daniel fast, uh, I think in 2018 for the very first time. Okay. And that's pretty much a vegan yep. uh, diet. And after I did it, I was like, okay, this is cool. Then it, I adjusted my diet a little bit. Then I switched to like being pescatarian mostly. And then um, after I did it the last time, which was January of 2020, I think, because we do it every January or whatever. And I was just like, you know what? I think I'm going to just stick with it. And I've been doing it since. Nice. Awesome. Do you feel yeah. better? I do. I really do. Okay. Um, less sluggish, less heavy. Um, yeah, pretty good. I follow but I can still appreciate the smell of like cooked meats <laughs> and bacon and stuff. Like I still, it's, it's the bacon know. and the steaks that would have a hard time giving up. I would struggle, I think, yeah. They, there are some good alternatives with vegan stuff, but you just have to be careful because sometimes, and this isn't a, like a definite rule of thumb, but generally speaking, the better it tastes when it's something vegan, it's probably a lot of stuff in it, which okay. at that point, it's just like you might as well just eat the burger or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to do vegan, I think it's probably better to do a lot of home cooked stuff versus eating out stuff. Yeah. Um, it'll probably taste a little less different or a little less like tasty or whatever, mm -hmm. but at least you'll know it's like, you, you know what you're putting in your body. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. I'm, I'm because I think it's because I grew up in Wisconsin that I can't like fathom doing that. But I follow these YouTubers who they subscribe to Purple Carrot, which is a vegan mm -hmm. food delivery service. And the food they make on there looks really delicious. And they always say, well, how full they are. And that's like my fear is that vegan, how do you get full? But they, <laughs> they're always full. 
it's tough. It is tough, especially <laughs> if you're like someone who like lifts weights or whatever, getting mm-hmm. your proteins, but you just have to, it's a lot of pre-planning, a lot mm-hmm. of pre-planning, but mostly beans, legumes, things like that is where you're going to get your proteins and stuff, but you can get full, but you just have to be careful how you get full sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oreos are vegan, by the way. Oh, they are? Just, oh, yeah. Huh. Which surprised I have, me. I have celiac disease, so I can't eat all Oreos. I have to eat gluten-free Oreos, and that's my that's my Achilles heel. But I will still eat regular Oreos because I have no self-control at all. Man, I can't come in the house because I a serving size is two, which is a joke. I, a serving size for me is a sleeve. Yeah. So how I at eat least. one sleeve at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like <laughs> I can't do that. One time I ate almost a whole pack, and I just felt like I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm still <laughs> popping them. I'm like, you know what? I'm committed now. So I'll eat them all so they won't be here tomorrow. There we go. <laughs> there you go. It's like those, uh, those veggie straw bags that the brand was called Sensible Portions. Who eats a sensible portion of veggie straws, especially if they're ranch flavored? You just, that's the whole thing. You can't do that. <laughs> In our Facebook group, we asked them if they had some questions for you. We got a couple for you. Sure. Okay, so first, um, our girl Tiffany, she's an admin for us for all of our groups. She mm-hmm. says hi, and I, I I found your YouTube channel, and she mm-hmm. watched all of your videos, and she absolutely loves them. Hey, thank you. <laughs> so she. I was, have a question. Is it a podcast or is it because I found it on YouTube? But is it just a YouTube channel, or do you also have a podcast from that comes out of it? Nope, just a YouTube channel. And then whatever I put on YouTube, I'll put on like social media and stuff. Gotcha. Cool. But thank you, Tiffany. <laughs> um, so from Roche, she's also one of our other owners. Um, she said, what age did you start acting? Uh, technically, I think my first play was... I forgot how old I was, but I couldn't have been more. I had to be between the age of like maybe eight and 12. It was at the public library in Kansas City, Kansas. And it was like some Thanksgiving play. But like, I wouldn't say I officially started acting until 2011. Okay. Um, Tiffany asked, when you were in school, did you play baseball? No. No. The only sport I did was wrestling, track, and marching band, even though it's not considered a sport, it definitely should be. Yeah. I mean, that's lifting weights and it's basically slow track. Yeah. Yeah. And a little yeah. bit of RTC thrown in there. Exactly. Yeah. It was grueling. I don't care what anybody says. It was hard work. <laughs> so you are a morning person and you ran track. So yeah, you I run? think honestly, that's why, because all the different sports I play, you have to get up butt crack early. So it's mm-hmm. just like, well. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I always felt bad for the kids when I was on the bus on the way to school who were already out running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's yep. unfortunate. <laughs> yep. It sure is, especially <laughs> if you like to eat like me. Like, there's so many wrestling meets where I tried to run my weight off before I weighed in. Oh. I was like, I'm not doing that no more. Either. I'm just not going to eat or I'm going to go up a weight class because yeah. I'm not about to gas myself before I even get started. Well, wrestling <laughs> yeah. and track, that has to be hard to be in at the same time because track, it's easier if you weigh less to be, you know, you have to be fit and healthy. And But wrestling, isn't it better if you eat more? Isn't that like a protein build for wrestling? Uh, not for me because when I did track, I only did field events. I threw oh, okay. a discus shot put in javelin. So I needed to like beef up versus okay. be super slender. 
and then for wrestling, I need to be slender. Er. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. So you said you were in marching band. What um what instrument did you play? Uh, I was primarily percussion, drumline. Uh, bass drum was my bread and butter. And then my junior and senior year, um, I started learning tenor sax, and I was drum major. Oh wow! Do you still play those? Uh, I mean, I can. I don't have. Um, you know, a saxophone or a drum set or anything like that, but I do have my sticks still. So, you know, maybe some point I'll get to use those skills again in like a show or a play or something. Maybe on top of being mayor, Harlan can also start helping in the music portion of the classroom and teach kids how to play musician or musical instruments. I mean, I, 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 I would welcome that too. Harlan <laughs> is for the town of Serenity, period. <laughs> yes, he's, he's a man of the people. There you go. <laughs> We have a slogan. <laughs> we have a couple right, that we're coming out of this with now. <laughs> All right, we have so, one final question that we like to ask. Unless you had another one, Shelby? Um, no, that was it on Facebook. Did you have any on Instagram or Twitter? We don't have very many followers on Instagram or Twitter yet. So working on it. So. Yeah, it's just Facebook. They'll all migrate over from Facebook. That's what we're hoping. We're trying to get to happen, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So we have a final question, Jeanette. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so <we know laughs> waiting for someone else to talk. <laughs> so our last question. We just always like to give you an opportunity to sort of, you know, promote if you've got any other projects coming up, or if you just want to share your social media with our listeners so that they can follow you and see what's going on. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything coming up as of now. Um, I did just wrap a feature film project that I can't talk about yet, but I'm super excited when I can. Will you um, let us know when we can promote that for you? Yeah. 100%. Okay. I absolutely will. I'm really yeah, excited. Definitely. Um, but yeah, that, and then you can go back and watch, obviously, season one and season two of Sweet Magnolias, and then you can watch episode five of The Wonder Years. And um, uh, social media, my YouTube channel is Frank Oakley the Third. Uh, I have Instagram and Twitter, same things. Just search Frank Oakley III and you'll find me. Uh, I'd have a Facebook fan page also by the same name, Frank Oakley III. And uh, I think that's it. <laughs> awesome. All right, we are going to put those in the bottom of this interview. So when you guys are looking this out, check out the description and you'll see all the links for, his, for Frank's social and for his YouTube page. Make sure to check those out. And like you said, check out Sweet Magnolia's the first two seasons. Really, really good. Cannot wait. I know it hasn't been renewed for season three yet, correct? No, not yet. Okay. So we're believing it's going to be because there's no way that they can leave all of our favorite characters the way that ended. So <clears throat> start fighting for season three. Start uh, putting hashtags out for season three, Harlan Vermeer. And check out our Facebook page, <laughs> which is Sweet Magnolia's Serenity Family Fan Club. Join the conversation over there as well. And Frank, it was so much fun talking to you. And we really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today. Yeah, I had a blast, man. I'll be glad to come back anytime you guys want me. Good. That's awesome. So as soon as season three is announced, we're pulling you back in. And then we're going to start writing a script together for what Harlan's character is going to do in season three. We can start, writing, we can start working on my campaign. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> we'll write all of your speeches and we'll make all of the signs. It is. <laughs> Thank you so much. We're going to talk again. Yes. Let's do it. All right. Bye, Frank. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Have a good weekend. You too. So if you guys want to find us on Facebook, 
All you have to do is search in Facebook for Family Fan Club. All 15, yeah, I said 15 of our groups are going to pop up for you. You want a specific group, you can always go check out our podcast pages. We will have our groups listed in there. And you can find us on any of our social media, which is Twitter and Instagram and TikTok as Fandom Family Chats. And we are constantly trying to get you fun content. Jeanette is our TikTok wizard trying to get you fun videos there. He usually has a lot of dudes on there. So there's a, you know, there's that for you. We have our Twitter and Instagram is not as active as we'd like it to be, and we're working on that. But still, if you have any questions for us, if you want to get involved with what we're doing, if you want to know more about what we do, or maybe some interviews we have coming down the pike, you can hit us up on any of those resources, or you can email us at familyfanclub2021 at gmail.com. We check that almost religiously. So reach out to us there, and we'll get back to you. Watch out for our website coming soon. We're going to have some merch available for you if you'd like to wear some of our show merchandise for family fan clubs and fandom family chats as well as we're going to make some ffc merch for some of the shows we run like team wolf with vampire diaries we have some fun things for you there so watch out for that keep an eye out for that and uh if you are able to look at our youtube page subscribe to that and keep an eye on our on our facebook page we have fandom family chats we're going to make it some announcements here in the near future about a big, 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 huge event we've got coming down the pike in June of 2023. So, watch out for that. Get ready to listen to some crazy stuff next week again, and we'll see you real soon.